0: And The best hip hop band rhythmic for over a decade is DJ P Dog in the mix, ripping the ones and twos with the hottest new joints. Want to cool DJ, DJ,
1: ladies and DJ, gentlemen? Welcome DJ. to another edition of DJ P Dog in the mix. And I am the one and only DJ P Dog in the mix right here on your number one station or by way of iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Thank you guys so much for checking out the show. Hey, listen, man, I, you know. The last episode, I told you guys that, well, you know this, okay? I've been out for a little while, and here's... Let me go ahead and give you guys this the, the a couple of more reasons why I have been out. Um, one, because I told you guys that around this time of year, allergy season is in, and this week I actually went outside and was serving in my community and, and was cutting grass, and... Man, it was it was rough on the kid. I mean, I'm still kind of getting over some some allergy stuff, seasonal allergies. But it's been kicking my butt this year. Um like hardcore. And so that's been keeping me off the mic, but also man, I've been I've been wrestling with a lot of stuff, man. Um and and here's the thing. A few weeks ago, I went to hang out with the Sisters of Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority over in um nc state college and i did the i did their um, college party for them it was a great time man it was good it was solid it was a great time of um it was a great time okay it wasn't no foolishness the stuff that a lot of people see on tv with fraternities and sororities it wasn't none of that it was good clean fun it was great it was amazing i had a great time they had a great time but i was playing that show when i realized something i said man i'm enjoying this so much and I said, man, I'm. I, you know, I like to try to play as much Christian hip hop as I possibly can. But here's the thing: the Christian hip hop guys aren't over in in mainstream or even in under any any market really outside of the church world. So it's, it's been really hard on me, guys. You know, you guys have been hearing me talk about these things forever. You know, at least this this portion of the show these last you know 18 19 episodes you've heard me talk a lot about you know to a degree me wanting to distance myself from this Christian hip-hop scene because it's just a lot I mean we spend a lot of time arguing and it's like when I go out on in the field nobody cares about those arguments people want to have a good time you know and even you know this past week I was at my church and we hosted an event for married couples and we had a married couples dance and even there, you know, you're talking about mostly church adults. I can't play any Christian hip-hop stuff, cause nobody really—they don't want to dance to that stuff. They wanna—they wanna dance to music, grown folks' music. You know what I'm saying? And so, it, it's just been a wrestle, man. And I'm trying to figure—I'm still trying to figure out where the heck I am with all of this. I, I told you guys in the last episode what I don't want to do is keep coming on this show and complain. About what Christian hip hop is doing, that's not what I want to do, that's not what I want to be about. I want to do something different. Um, I do want to challenge the Christian hip hop artist, and i've I've gone on my rants on Twitter, and I've made it clear like at this point in my career, when it comes to the Christian rapper, or really any artist at this point in my career, I'm only rocking with you, man, if you making if you doing what you're supposed to do, okay? So there's only a few artists that I rock with. Um, Some of them you're going to hear on today's show. It's going to be a little bit of a split show today. Um, One we're going to talk about, I mean, first of all, let me back up. Let me digress, okay? Because this is Mother's Day weekend, and I want to send a big happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Thank you guys for supporting the show, and, and thank you for doing what you do because, listen, I've got a mom, and without her, there's no me. And so I want to send a big shout out to all the moms out there. We got something special later on in the show um, talking about moms. But I got a lot coming up in the show. We got that that's coming up. I'm also going to be joined by my man Show Baraka on today's episode of DJ p in the mix. Um, we spent some time together um, here in Durham. He came here and did um, the, the night with Show Baraka. And the concert was phenomenal. Okay. It was amazing. One, it was grown folks music. Okay, if you guys have heard any of his albums of late, you know that it's definitely for the more mature crowd and that's what was in the crowd. You had young adults, married couples. You may have had two, three kids that mom and dad had to bring with them because they couldn't find a babysitter. But other than that, it was a, it was all adults, man. It was great, it was, a, it was amazing. And I was so happy to be a part of that. Um, but before we did the concert, the day before, we brought Show in a day earlier. And we um, we had a panel discussion with him, myself, and some others here in the city of Durham, talking about race in the city, unpacking his song "My Hood USA." And I've got a portion of my time with Show Baraka that we're gonna play here on the show. Um, I have and I have the entire um, interview and the panel discussion on video, and that will be on my website momentarily. So definitely stay tuned for that. As soon as I get it up, I'll let you guys know. And you'll be able to see our entire discussion plus the panel. Um, but on this show, I'm just going to play the audio of my conversation with show um, before the panel. And so that's what's going to be happening here on today's show. And then, um, again, when we come back, um, actually, actually before, let me, again, I, I get ahead of myself sometimes. This is what I'm saying, man. It's been so long since I've done a show. I bounce around and I get a. I told you guys earlier, just a few minutes ago that there's a lot of artists that I want to support, okay? And I'm going to do that. And show Barack is one of those artists. But here's another guy who I think is one of those artists that I'm going to continue to support very heavily. And he's a Christian hip-hop guy. His name is Fidel, and he's got a song out right now, brand-new record called Potion. And this guy has gotten himself over. He's not signed to any labels, all right? He's got some affiliations with people. But this guy has been working really, really hard you can hear some of his music on ESPN. The guy has been doing his work. And I'm going to come alongside of him, and I'm going to give him my airtime. The precious airtime that I have, he's getting it. So here's Fidel Potion kicking things off here on the show. And when we come back, I'll let you guys know um, what else is coming up. So keep it live. So
2: I got the potion. off. Fresh out the ocean, ocean. And I got the potion. Yeah. Potion. They bring kings, I got the thug on. I got the potion. Potion, 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 potion. That boy chosen. That boy chosen. That mean I got the potion. That, 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 that boy chosen. That boy chosen. That mean I got the potion. The they can't see me like I'm clubbed on. What you know it's me and Fumfador, on. So, 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 so. They was sleep, now they woke up Got this cool face like a vulcan yeah. DreX, yeah, I'm so gone potion, 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 potion. Cover with the potion yeah. Mannequin challenge, why you froze on. time to get the move on run, run, Two for five, one for three, we doing three for six Cutting deals, we just trying to get rid of it Oh no, we ain't cutting no deals. Gucci, of Saint LeBron, price should pay for this seal, y'all. Yeah. Fresh out the ocean, sauce and I got the potion. Yeah. Ocean. They play kings, I got the tokens. tokens. so and I got the potion. Yeah. That boy chose on, that boy chose on. I mean, I got the potion. That boy chosen, that boy chosen That mean I got the potion Looks like a hater out Like little gun. gawn Dreaming bigger than a whole girl. yeah. Gee, yeah, yeah, girl, yeah. you know what's going on. You know it's going on I'ma get it lit like a strobe on Why you turn the hoes on? Throw no water on Cause we ain't bother no one hater, hater. But that what happen when you lit no, they can't have the potion, now they jealous of the set yeah, yeah, Two yeah. for five, one for three, we doing three for six Cutting deals, we just trying to get rid of it Oh no, we ain't cutting no deals Gucci part a St. LeBron, price to pay for this seal, you yeah. Fresh out the ocean sauce and I got the bullshit yeah. They play games, I got the gold, gold. That mean I got the potion. Potion, 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 potion. That boy on. That That mean I got the potion. That boy on. That, that boy chosen. That mean I got the
0: potion. Got the potion. potion. Follow DJ P Dog.
1: Facebook, Twitter, our Instagram right now at DJ P Dog. Hood, hood. Once again, that's my man Fidel with potion. And like I said, Liz, i are going to spend some time with my man Sho Baraka, who's also one of those artists that I'm going to be supporting. He's got a brand new album out called The Narrative. And the reason that we brought him in a day early um, here in Durham, North Carolina, is one, so we can have that panel discussion. But he had a song on the album called My Hood USA. And we used that song to kind of be like our springboard, if you would, to dive into that conversation of race and the city. And so what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to stop flapping my gums, running off at the mouth, and I'm going to get into this thing. So I'm going to play the song, Show Baraka, My Hood USA. Right after that, we're going to go right into the interview that I did with Show, and then when we come back, I'm going to give you guys some of my final thoughts on that. We're going to do our Mother's Day situation, and I got more updates for you guys, all right? So keep it locked.
3: Yo, um, just, yeah, just running back to the top, because I'm probably just I'm going to do something different. I I got a story, it's not, well, it's a a story, It's, it's a love story, it's not your typical type of love story though, Well, just listen, once upon a time but not long ago, before the civil rights movement and the new Jim Crow, sit back, I'll introduce you to a wonderful place in every state called My Hood, USA. Life wasn't perfect, but they did what they could, and people took pride in their neighborhood. They had doctors and lawyers, artists, barbers, and teachers, entrepreneurs, politicians, and preachers, stable universities, sports leagues, and banks. You invest and trade here, because in other places you can't black-owned. From the cradle to the coffin Before the NBA we had a history of ballin' Durham, Greenwood, Atlanta, Sweet Auburn Quaker Town and Denton, Third Ward, Houston But here's a caution Why they wanted their turn to just earn and make a living Some just wanted them to burn, baby burn It was vicious If the city wasn't consumed by unexplained flames It would eventually change due to imminent domain How can you own a home if you can't get alone And the powers that be just redline your zone <laughs> The government wants your value to drop So then the private investors come through And buy up your spot You can't win fighting the government and KKK Plus integration hit my hood in a curious way Blacks moved to the burbs Trying to escape the system But they took stability and wealth Right along with them The ownership and financial stimulation it makes it much easier for gentrification we ain't building jobs to build schools to build wisdom but instead we build debt so they build more prisons with few taxpayers they make money off policing fines and tickets I'm getting searched for no reason police are underpaid but they are making a killing we compound that with the crack epidemic so now we got dope fiends shooting dope who don't know the meaning of Harvard nor hope Howard Brave Braveview even at Tuskegee more how Next to the poorhouse, baby, we leaving for the American dream. It's in the burbs now. Opportunities in my hood get turned down. Community service groups, they turn into gangs. They hammers with bad aim, they banging on everything. So now my friend on the next street becomes my enemy. No job to distract us, cause we ain't got an industry. All we got is liquor stores next to a Burger King, next to a pawn shop, next to a Dairy Queen, next to the China shop, next to the gas station, next to the five churches, next to the building. Vacant. Most of the business is owned by the Asians, so the money never stays in the same location. This is the truth. This ain't hatin'. If the church can't change it, then who should we place faith in? Some blame welfare, some blame the music, some blame the dealer, some blame the user. Turn on the news, let's figure out who we blaming. Many benefit off my hood from not changing. Exploit my culture, they aiding and abetting. It's the black stock exchange, they buying and they selling. It's generations of self hate and psychosis. In my hood, it's almost innate to feel hopeless. Predatory lending and banking in my hood, we ain't creating. We just importing goods But a change gon' come is what I tell the youngsters This is a love song, I like to call it justice I
2: wish really tell you how
3: Love is yours, young worker. Don't worker. Hey, young world, this love is yours. Hey, young world, this love is yours. Don't worker. World, world. is yours. Don't worker. Shed a lot. I wish words could really tell you how I feel, but words are only really noise.
2: Unseen.
1: Not so I got to be honest, I'm loving what I'm seeing right now. A lot of beautiful faces. How you guys doing tonight, Durham? You guys good? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I know this is a forum kind of setting, but you know, loosen up a little bit. Okay. We got to feel, we got to feel the love in the building. You know what I'm saying? You guys getting me in my DJ mode. Let me bring it back a little bit. All right. So just in case you guys don't know who I am, my name is Perry Tankard II. Um, I wear kind of two hats here at the the Re City Building. One, um, I'm an associate pastor of Grace Park Church, and we actually meet right here um, at Re City every Sunday morning at 1030. Um, I'm inviting all of you guys to come join us, okay? So don't let me, uh, don't let this be the last time I see your beautiful faces. My second hat that I wear is um, I'm a DJ as well. Um, I do um, hip-hop music, and I get to um, do a lot of things here in the city, and I love it. I love the hip-hop culture that's coming up here in the city. And let me be clear, when I say the hip-hop culture, I'm not talking about what you guys hear on K97.5. Yes, shots have been fired. That is what's happening right now. But I'm talking about real hip-hop. Like what you guys just saw is what I would consider to be real hip-hop, talking about real things um, that can bring a light on things that are happening in the community. And so hopefully tonight we can utilize that tool to kind of Shed some light and have a, have a good conversation. And as Rob said, this is just the beginning um, of many conversations. So we're not looking to, for this to be the end all, be all, but just the start of something. And again, with so many faces that I see here of diverse groups, and I'm sure we are of diverse faiths as well, I believe that you guys are all here for a reason. And one of those reasons is that you love the city of Durham, right? Right? We can all agree to that. And so hopefully with us here in this room, um, we can bring some change here in the city and keep things moving. And so, like I said, my name is Perry Tanker II, and um, I'm a DJ. And so, back when I was in college at Liberty University, um, I was doing a radio show, and I played primarily what we would consider um, Christian hip-hop music. And one of the artists that I got to, um, to meet along that way in that journey is my man, Sho Baraka. Um, and I actually had the opportunity back in 2010 um, to begin touring with him and um, the record label that he was a part of at the time, and so over time in the years that I've spent with them on the road, for me personally, um, I not only grew as a person, but I grew as a husband and as a father as well as I was young in my marriage when I first started touring with these guys. And so I learned a lot um, from him and the other guys that we toured with, and I'm excited to have him here in my city tonight um, to talk about this subject. And so, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Show Baraka. Thank Thank you. And so before we, get in, before we get into the panel, I just want to kind of get them to know who you are because I'm sure a lot of them may have seen the advertisement for tonight's event and probably asked, man, who is this guy, Sho Baraka? You know, what, what, is he, what is he doing in my city? Talking about race relations. Um, so kind of let us know who you are, man. Let us know your background really quickly, where you went to school and um, how you got to this point.
3: Thank you for that introduction. You did a good job of not mentioning thank, Lecrae. Thank you. <laughs> you were trying. He was. He he was trying to beat her on the bush. Uh, I tried. You did, you, you did you a good it job. Up.
1: You brought it up. So you not did me. a good job.
3: So, um, my name is uh, Amisho Baraka. That's my real name. Um, so to make things easier for me, I just went by Show Baraka as an artist. I thought it was kind of mysterious yet marketable, and it. Added a lot of character. I gotta ask you though, bro. Okay.
1: How was it like when you went to go fill out job applications? <laughs> like, how did My last name out? is Lewis,
3: so <laughs> you used they would be confused. They would be like, "Amisho Lewis? What is that?" They'd be like, "That's <laughs> strange." So, um, so I grew up. I was born in Canada. My father played football. Um, he played football in Canada. He also played for the New Orleans Saints. Um, and so, when he stopped playing sports, we moved to California. And okay. so. Growing up in California, had a very interesting childhood. There was times when I had a lot of money because my father played professional ball. And then my father left and uh, kind of disappeared for a number of years. And so my mother never had a job. She just thought her husband would be the breadwinner and be there for the rest of her life. Hmm. And so there were times when I had zero money and I, we lived in the hood. And so I kind of lived, I grew up with this. Uh, these, as as a lot of people will call it, this double consciousness of understanding different types of culture, but then not only that, there were times when I was the only African-American kid in a particular community because my father eventually came back into our lives years later. So uh, my mother though, she was, uh, until this day, is is very, uh, as we would say, she's she's strong in the black conscious movement, so okay. she was a part of the Black Panther Party. So that's the reason why my name is Swahili. She wanted her all her children to have names that didn't represent slave owners, but they Kept the Lewis part. So, and, and,
1: and, and your mom. <laughs> <laughs> but your dad mom. wasn't having that. He was
3: like, "No, you gonna keep the Lewis." Uh, no.
1: <laughs> your mom likes to dance too. She she does. Like, what is this? I went to one of her birthday parties. Oh, and She okay. like cleared <laughs> out the living room. I was
3: like, I was like you, you talking about my mom, bro? <laughs> true. We can we can handle this. Step outside. Um. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, for for a long time, I I've always I've always grew up with this with this passion for justice, with this passion for understanding who I was as an African-American man. Um, but it wasn't until I got to about college where I also grew in another identity that was very close to me, which was my faith in, in, in Christ. And so around college, I began to have these conflicting feelings about identity hmm. because I felt like in some circles it was affirming to be a black man, but it wasn't affirming to be Christian. Other circles, it was affirming to be a Christian, but it wasn't affirming to be a black man. Gotcha. And so uh, what you'll hear tonight is somewhat of a maturation of a young man who uh, grew up trying to figure out how to wrestle with those things, realizing at the end of the day they're not mutually exclusive. And how do we uh, begin to appreciate who we are but not use those things as uh, idolatry?
1: So as you're wrestling with this identity crisis, how did you get through it? Are you through it? Oh yeah, I'm definitely through it. So. I'm happy to be black. I got, <laughs> gotta, I'm growing locks and
3: everything. Look, um, <laughs> my man in the back. Uh so it took a while because what ha- I um, it took a lot. It, it, it took a while and it took a lot of learning. And and I'll say this, I think the church um, has done a has done a. I hate to. Paint with broad, with, with very broad strokes, but for the most part, mainstream church evangelicalism has ton, done a terrible job of affirming the identity of people of color. Hmm. And so, what we have to do—you got some witnesses got in a, the building—about six of them. This
1: section right over here, right there. <laughs>
3: so when they start hating me, I'm gonna look to y'all for the affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> right there, you right there with the, <laughs> the dashiki on. Um, so. Uh, what I had to start realizing is that there had to be a different story. Like, we had to begin to tell different stories because stories shape identity. Um, and bad stories create bad identity because stories create good identity. Yeah. And, and so as I began to visit different churches and recognize that um, there was something flawed in how people understood the Imago Dei, the image of God, um, then I realized that um, there was a responsibility in me to not only believe differently theologically, but also to help my brothers and sisters to see who uh, God has not only shaped them, but how he shaped other, indi- other individuals and, and bringing dignity to all creation and yeah. all humanity.
1: So, because I, I remember coming alongside of you guys in 2010, and somewhere in that journey, I can really see this wrestle really bubbling up, especially with your music. Mm-hmm. So kind of unpack that really quickly, because your music, where it is today, it's not where it was when when we first started rocking out, yeah. and so talk because you talked about also like visiting vi- different churches and whatnot, so kind of talk about yeah. that tension as you're going to these spots and, and doing these shows and stuff.
3: yeah, so when i I um graduated college, never really wanted to be a Christian rapper because I was like Christian rap, that sounds terrible. Um, but I knew that the Lord gifted me in, in the area of communication, especially through hip hop, and once I accepted that calling the the tension for me was the lord has put in me and given me certain experiences and to reach certain types of people yeah. that doesn't mean i don't believe that other folks don't need the gospel it's very similar and i and i and i'm going to do a lot of preaching for those folks who aren't christian i apologize but um you came here uh so <laughs> as 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 paul is called to the gentiles and as peter is called to the jews what 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 i felt was I wanted to reach people like me who struggled with identity crises, who grew up not understanding how to appreciate who God made them, while at the same time submitting that unto Jesus, right? And so I felt like the music that I was making at the time partially did that, but for the most part, I felt like the more popular we became, especially within youth group movements, and usually those are the youth group movements that were predominantly white. Um, churches, suburban white, ch- suburban churches, I felt like we began to make music that accommodated that. And I knew that when I stepped on a stage and it was, 12, uh, you know, 1,200 people, 2,000 people are in the crowd, and I see about, uh, you know, a, a, t- a tenth of those people in the crowd actually can connect with the lyrical content that I'm creating. Yeah. I just felt like there was some sort of disconnect. Mm. Now I can continue to create music that I know that I didn't really, I wasn't really excited about. But since there's a lot of people who are called to these particular people, I say, well, how about I'll, I begin to really wrestle with the things that I struggle with and start to make that type of music. But the one thing, the caveat is, is I knew that it would cause some dissonance within mainstream evangelicalism, and especially the Christian market, music market, that I, that I was a part and of. And it affects your it, money. It affects my money, so... Because
1: it affected my money, because I stopped getting... <laughs> A lot of shows. When I stopped no.
3: calling you, it was like, "Yo, bro, uh, the show got canceled." Uh, yes, that happened. <laughs> they heard a song days. called "Jim Crow" and they was like, so "No." So, so, yeah, and so literally, I made a decision. I made a decision. It was a very, and, and to this, you know, I love a the. Respectable doc. decision, by the way. Respectable decision. Yeah. There was, a, I was with the label, the <laughs> craze Label, uh, Reach Records, and I decided to leave that label in 2012, and um, to pursue some things that I felt dear to my heart. Um, a lot of people didn't take a liking to that. Um, but I just knew for me, in order to have peace with the things that I wanted to talk about, the things that I wanted to make music about, I needed to make that decision, um, because I needed to disconnect myself in order to uh, begin to tell the stories that I thought were beneficial and helpful. And so I made an album called Ten the 10th, which uh, got me in all kinds of trouble. <laughs> and that album led to this album, The Narrative. Which I think is a is a, a better album, honestly. Not only musically, but lyrical content, but also spiritually. I felt like I grew a little more. I understood how to communicate the things I'm passionate about from a from more humble yeah. but
1: strong posture. Humble, humble beast. And so I signed
3: with a label called Humble Beast. There That's you. the end joke. Play on. Uh, yeah. So, um, what is
1: the what the, the the album, the narrative? What is the overall message? Because you know yeah. that you're talking about a story. So whose story are you, you trying to communicate in this album? Well, it's, it's,
3: it's somewhat like uh, for all my literature people in there, like John Milton's Everyman. It's not necessarily one particular person that I'm saying, like this is their story. But what I'm trying to do is, is tell the story of how God has been faithful, though this is not a very, uh, very popular thought, especially within the academic world today, but how God has been faithful in the joys and the suffering and the victories and in the uh, persecution, especially within the African American narrative throughout history, um, and uh, oftentimes what we're seeing is this not only is a postmodern culture, but it's also post-Christian. Yeah. And there are things um, that we're wrestling with, especially within African American communities. That five, ten years ago, you you know, now that those 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 mothers who are having children when they were eighteen and nineteen, um, their grandchildren, their grandparents now, and they're disconnected from the church. So now. There's, it's, it's unpre- when i was young it was unprecedented to hear about black families that were atheists right. you know what i'm saying it was right. very uncommon but Unheard now of. that's 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 it's a it's, regular thing it's a regular thing and so um what we're what we're starting to find is the questioning of god's faithfulness in uh in the african american narrative uh the challenging of individuals like martin luther king was he a puppet for the right was he used as a a tool to keep black people docile and and subservient. Uh, He didn't cause enough havoc. And so there's a lot of narratives that that I'm challenging and I'm trying to create and say, no, um, this is the reason why God was good. This is the reason why God... And here are some historical people and some times in which we can trace back. It's very similar to the Ebenezers in the scriptures where God tells Joseph, when you cross this river, put these stones down so that when your children grow up, they'll know like of my faithfulness, right? And so this is the very thing that I think we have as a story. Like yeah. we can go back and we can see that God's faithful through the start of AME churches in America. We can see that God's faithful through the writing of Phyllis Wheatley and Jupiter Hammond, people who were slaves that wrote through amazing poetry. We can see that God's faithful through individuals like Frederick Douglass. We can see that God's faithful through uh, the emancipation. We can see that God's faithful through individuals like Carter G. Woodson. And we can see that God's faithful through Martin Luther King and the Civil Rights Movement, a movement that was led by the church and Christians, right? Um, and to the present day. So we can see God's faithfulness through through history. And this is not just an album for black people. By the way, I would say it's even more of an album for white people so that they can understand the history. Because oftentimes when we think of history, especially black history, we think black history is just a time where black people get to celebrate their own history. But the reality is Carter G. Woodson started that holiday so that white people can understand Mm. a better paradigm of history. So it's definitely an album that I would suggest to all people listen to.
1: My Hood, USA, you're breaking down some things that have been going on in the inner city. Um, Unpack that for us really quickly, and then we'll move on with the remainder of our panel.
3: So that's the song that you guys just heard, My Hood. Um, I wanted to, it was, I did a a scene, when I was in college, I did did a a report on a part of a, a town in the city in which I was going to school in Denton, Texas. It was called Quaker Town, and I mentioned it. Um, and it was it was a town where there was it was like in the 1920s, 1930s, where this was a thriving African American community. There was doctors, there was lawyers, and if you know anything about um, segregation during that time, the wealthy lived next to the poor, the poor li- the drunkard lived next to the educated. So African Americans had concentrated areas of of success, success, failure, whatever. So there was this, and uh, I don't know the, but it was, a, it, was a, it was a large landmass. But eventually. The city decided they wanted to start a college, and so they just took, a, took over the property, eminent domain, uh, displaced the people to a particular part of the city. Um, then a couple years later, you see the um, housing acts are starting to be given, but certain people are given loans. Other people aren't given loans. Uh, then you see the creation of slums. And so basically what my hood, USA, is it's basically a narrative that's talking about how ghettos and hoods become ghettos and hoods. They don't just don't happen like that because there's a bunch of lazy people that decide, you know, what? I don't want to work today. I'm just, gonna just, I'm just gonna chill. And they happen because systemic injustices right. create these types of environments and communities. Right. And we're seeing that. I mentioned Durham. Durham was a, uh, a, a area where there was Which a. Which is throb- why we
1: brought you here for this. Cause was you, that
3: because y'all mentioned Durham? Because you, me? you gave us a shout out. Oh, there you go. Look at that. <laughs> so for those who don't know, I, and I'm not gonna sit here and try to educate you, but the Black Wall Street, there was a there was a thriving Black Wall Street in in Durham, and so. There were many communities like that, um, and oftentimes they're, they're, <laughs> they're terrorized. I don't want to even sugarcoat it. They were terrorized. Many of these areas were bombed, were burned down by the KKK or governments, uh, our uh, state governments or city governments um, for some ridiculous reasons or excuses. Or the other thing is that integration. With, the, with, the, with integration, now black people had a choice that they didn't have to live next to the drunk, the people who had wealth people who had means, I don't have to live in the hood anymore. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my means to another part of the city where I feel more comfortable. But in reality, you're living next to people who don't want you to live there anyway. So there's this this, this tension in this paradigm uh, that I honestly think that we're still struggling with today. You know, this new fascination with gentrification. Uh, what does it look like for people who, and we're, uh, I was talking to my brother Aaron in the back, um, that even the difficulties of individuals who want to move back into the communities yeah. Like, what does that look like, you know? Because even for an African-American male like me who is educated and who thinks I have all the answers, are we moving back to communities because we think we have the answers or we think we're going to change people? Are we going back because we love, we want to learn, and we actually believe in this idea of neighboring with people who are
1: full of the image of God just like we are, right? Yeah. There you guys have it. My Hood USA show, Brock, If you guys have not checked out his album. Check out The Narrative. Um, you can check it out on iTunes, Google Play, and all that good stuff. And so right now... You
3: cannot check it out at Lifeway because apparently they don't <laughs> carry it.
1: <laughs> so. More shots fired. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to turn it over back to Rob Shields and we're going to continue with our panel. So there you guys have it. That is my man Show Baraka. Thank him once again. Shout outs to you, brother. For doing your thing, man. For coming down and hanging out with us here in Durham, North Carolina. Y'all heard him give us a shout out on my USA. But nonetheless, you will be able to hear that entire interview along with the panel discussion on my website. We'll, we'll have the whole video up on my website um, very shortly. And again, as soon as that's up, I'll let you guys know on the next episode. or by way of my email list. Um, or you can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as soon as we got it up, I will let you guys know so you can see the entire 90-minute session that we had. um, Not only with me and him, but with the entire panel here in the city of Durham. And you can chime in on some of the things that you, you you know, chime in with your thoughts. I love to hear what you guys have to say on this conversation of race and the city. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this weekend is Mother's Day. And many of us will be pulling up to our mom's house this Sunday showering her with gifts and whatnot and the whole situation but i got this guy man his name is aha gazelle he's got a brand new song it's called mama house and he's actually the newest signee to reach records and this record just dropped not too long ago and i want to play it right now here on the DJ P dog in the mix show and when we come back i'm gonna talk a little bit about some special moms in my life and give you guys some updates on what's coming up on the show so right now Here's my man, Aha Gazelle. This joint is called the Mama House.
0: It's Aha, man. Um, listen, this right here is rough and Well's fault. Blame them. You know what? Matter of fact, blame Fiji. He made me do this. It's his fault. <laughs> it's a Yeah, live from my mama house. Why well, I ain't got no bills so my pockets never dry. Where well, every day is sunny, I ain't never seen a clock. I learned from all of my mistakes, it's like a female cow. You still ain't got your own place, so why are you so proud? Good for you, you graduated, what you doing now? Uh, I'm a rapper, here's my mixtape, I'm the man. A whole lot of question marks, what like they don't understand. Nick Young face, don't believe in me, that's why they hate their life on Monday. I believe in Jesus, you can play this on the Sunday. Then they come and running like I knew you would be something. Been a long time. Coming with a hot dog, bud face. Every day I pray to God to send me a Beyonce. Every day I ask Him to protect me from the crime rate. Every day I ask Him for forgiveness. Cause he coming back to get us. I don't know all the specifics. That's a blind day. Humble as could be, but I still walk around like Kanye. Pull up up and web it then I leave. Bubba shy day. I got common sense, but I ain't got no sense of time. Man, it's all up in your mind. I treat every day like Friday. Ooh, Live from my mama house. When well, I ain't got no bills, so my pockets never dry. Where well, every day is sunny, I ain't never seen a cloud I learn from all the mama. I'm a like a female cow. You still ain't got your own place, so why are you so proud? Good for you, you graduated, what you doing now? I'm a rapper, here's my mixtape, check me out. Back then, they didn't want me, now they love me now. Mike Jones on him, getting in and start flexing and pull up on the chrome on them. Don't you think one second I won't go pick the stone on them? Thought they had me figured out, like, yeah, I know what he's about, but then I dropped a G to, yeah, I started singing songs on them. Since they made me wait, they had no choice but to get tone on them. Hand behind my head, I'm flexing, yeah, I call him alone on them. From New Orleans, I'm a no limit soldier boy. Trying to kiss me through the phone, uh uh, that's the wrong number. Live from my mama house, Uh-oh. well I ain't got no bills, so my pockets never dry. Where well, every day is sunny, I ain't never seen a clock Uh-oh. I'm from Louisiana, so I had to make it bounce. Fiji made me do it.
1: I'm live from my mama
0: house, look right now. I'm in the kitchen cooking up something right now. Fiji made me do it, so I did it right now. Uh-huh, on the beat, so you know I got it right now. I gotta do it for my mama, get her out the drama. Every time I hear my knees, I'm praying for some. Bein' sick and tired Passing the season We can start traveling The referees gonna panic Cause they can't call a mechanic They try to take us for granted They didn't know that we planned it They must have thought it was random That so we ran it And now they call us satanic Because they can't understand it They wanna know how we manage They more confusing than training I'm pulling with all my tights And we started attacking They try to the white us out We black it Then the famous J Jackson They be like "Aha, What you really about I be like You don't really care If you don't know about now nah. Everything is funny Till I'm pulling Robert Williams All of y'all gonna miss me I'ma keep spinning fire For those who doubt Don't like me now, live from a mama house. Mm. Well, I ain't got no bills, so my pockets never dry yes. Where well, every day is sunny, I ain't never seen a cloud. Yes. I'm from all the mama states, it's like a female cow. Yes. You still ain't got your own place, so why are you so proud? No. Good for you, you graduated, what you doing now? I'm a rapper, here's my mixtape, I'm the man. Ooh. A whole lot of question marks, like they don't understand. Yes. Nick, dumb face. Whoo! Man, we live in my mama house right now. Oh my god, my mama gonna put us out, man. Aha, uh-huh. chill! Know what? Bring it back, Aha! Uh-huh. One more time, yeah, yeah. You gotta do it for you. You gotta do it for you. You gotta do it for your mama, uh uh-huh. uh. Uh-huh. You better do it for your mama, uh uh-huh. uh. Uh-huh. I said we live, baby. Hey, hey, hey. I said we live, baby. Ha, 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 ha. I said we live, baby. <laughs> yeah, I said we live, baby. Sure, 'cause
1: it's all man. Keep I'm the bass my- in your ear. It's DJ P Dog in the mix. Once again, that's my man Aha Gazelle, and listen, he's one of the guys that I'm going to be supporting. Who does this Christian hip-hop thing, okay? Again, I'm, I'm reserving my, my precious airtime to support artists who work their butts off to support themselves, okay? So for all you artists that are out there that's just putting music out, you know, you got no plan, you know, the whole bit, I, I really can't fool with you no more. I don't have the time. I need to play guys who's getting themselves over. That makes my job a little bit easier, okay? My job is to come alongside of an artist to see where they're at, and help them advance. And if you're not helping to advance yourself, then I don't look to me to do all the work. That's what I'm saying. Okay, let me work with you, not for you. Does that make sense? Let's work together, you artists out there. So get get on your grind. Okay, I don't want to just give you guys a bunch of problems with no solutions. Artists, right, a great way for you guys to learn more about the business. Subscribe to blogs.sonicbids.com, okay? Blogs.sonicbids.com. Great industry tips, great tools there. I'm getting a lot of tools there myself as I'm putting my own tour together right now called the Glow Party Tour. Coming to a city near you this fall. I've been researching, I've been reading, studying, okay? All these methods that I'm doing Is because I've studied and read And subscribed to blogs.sonicbids.com Alright I'm going to talk about that in just a minute But again Check that out Alright Mother's Day weekend is here And I want to talk about some special moms in my life One of course my own mother Without her there's no me Bottom line period point blank And here's the thing Me and my mom We don't see eye to eye on everything But it's still my mom and I care for her. I love her. I only hope the best for her. And I reached out to her earlier this week. And, and just, to, just to chat, just to catch up and see how she was doing. And I, I'm going to tell you, man, you only get one mother. You know, there's a guy who I listen to on my podcast. Uh, not on my podcast, but it's a podcast that I listen to a lot. And he just lost his mother um, earlier this year. And the one thing that he always talked about leading up to that moment where, he, where his mother passed away As he always said, man, cherish the moments while you can, because when they're gone, they are gone. And there may be somebody out there right now, you might be at odds with your mom. Listen, even if you don't necessarily bury the hatchet, try to reach out anyways, because once they're gone, they're gone. And the last thing you want to do is try to reconcile with someone while they're laying in a casket, while you're standing over their graveside. That's not the place you want to try to reconcile. Do it while they still got breath in their body, while everything is still good, okay? And even if they don't, even if you guys don't come to that space again of, of a good, solid relationship, make an effort. That's it. Just make an effort. You can't control what other people do, but you can make a decision for yourself. There may be a mom listening to this show who may be at odds with their kids, Listen, it's not worth it You may have a disagreement It's okay to disagree But love each other still Keep in contact Form some kind of relationship Even if it's just just communication through a text message Hey, how you doing? Because something is better than nothing Alright? So that's my word of encouragement Shout out to my mom And the other mom in my life Is my wife Who's the mother of my four kids Listen, guys. Without my wife allowing me to do what I do, I would not be doing what I am doing for the last seven years. okay, for the last seven years, my wife has not worked on a job. She stayed at home to to stay with our kids, to care for our home. And by God's grace, I've been able to support our household and I got to tell you, man, and let me say this. She's a college graduate, educated woman, okay? Bachelor's degree and a master's degree in business. Anything she gets her hands to, she excels. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. She's amazing. This is my wife I'm talking about. And she has done such a superb job as a mom. Um, I'm actually going to be out of town this weekend. So I'm giving her her Mother's Day gift early. And she's excited about it. Because it's a getaway for her. Um, not with me. She wants to go visit some some family. And she's been wanting to do it for a while. So I'm going to make that happen for her. And that's her Mother's Day gift. And I'm excited that I'm in a position that I can do that. So I'm going to stay home with the kids. And, and do all the home stuff. And I'm going to let my wife get that little bit of a time off. And that break. Because she's been killing it man. Like she's been. She has been taking care of the house taking care of our kids i mean taking care of our family man like my wife is amazing all right period point blank i i can't put over anybody else's wife but i'm gonna put mine's over the sacrifices that she's made for me to be able to do what i do and to have that support from her man listen it's phenomenal it's phenomenal like i i go on long road trips because i'm always on tour i'm always on the road and she holds it down at home man And so, I want to make sure that I take care of her. And she takes care of my house and our kids. I want to make sure I do everything that I can to take care of my wife. And so, I'm excited to celebrate Mother's Day this 2017, ladies and gentlemen. It is here. I've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. You're going to keep hearing about it because it is happening. This fall, ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing a glow party tour, and it's going to be phenomenal. I can't even go into details right now of where we're going to be at. But let me tell you, I've got a phenomenal team. All right. And this is going to be my first tour that I actually headline like real tour. Like I've done a lot of one offs, but this is actually a real tour. And I think we got 14 cities that we're going to visit this fall. Again, I'm not at Liberty Right now to tell you guys Because once we get everything solidified We're going to release everything at one time But let me say this I am still Taking some dates Um, By the way This is like when I say We got these 14 dates Nobody contacted me to book these We're booking them ourselves Um, But we are looking to still be booked Um, So if you want to get a preview Of what my glow party tour is going to look like you can book me, um, cause I am taking bookings still for July and August. Um, yeah, and so I'm taking bookings right now for July, August, and then um, after Thanksgiving, that's when I will pick the bookings back up again, because the tour is gonna run between September till the um, beginning of November, and so it's gonna be amazing. I got a production guy that I'm bringing on to my team, so we're gonna have lights. It's, it's gonna be great, man. Like, I'm really amped up about this. It's gonna be for college and up, okay? So let me make that clear. Um, it's gonna be for college and up. The, the styles of music that I'm playing is gonna be hip hop, EDM, and Top 40. Um, I've put together a phenomenal show. I'm so amped about this and so excited. I got a promo video that I just put up on my social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You kind of get a sneak preview of some of the college shows that I've done, and I'm going to be doing a—I'm um, going to be doing an official um, Glow Party preview show here in Durham, North Carolina, very soon. And I'm going to talk to you guys about that because I want to get as many bodies as possible in the building for that show. All right. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up on the show—I uh, don't know what I got, so just be ready. It could be an in-the-mix classic, it could be slamming and jamming, could be a round table, I don't know. But listen, enjoy mod this weekend. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'll let you guys know when I have that full video show Baraka on my website. But until then, I'm gonna holler at you guys later. One love. Peace. Bad days, I suppose. Too much for
2: me to remember. Let me back up. So too close. Now I can you make something out
1: of nothing nothing you make something out of nothing P dog stands for Perry depends on God's grace hit me up on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at p dog DJ P-Dawg. That's djpdogg or www.djpdog.com I'm gonna holler at you guys later. One love, peace